So the funny thing is, I was working at my minimum wage job in a movie theater way, way, way back in the day. And there was two people that I worked with. One is what I would consider to be a derelict of society. And the other one was the most chipper person that I've ever met. Interesting thing that the chipper guy would do was he would grab a soda, a soda glass, I should say, when someone would grab a drink, and he would do this little flip thing. And then he would slam it in to get the soda and all that kind of stuff. And he would chat the people up that he was talking to, the customers that he was serving at the time. What he understood was that we were in the business of show business. Besides the movie, these people were here to have a good time, and he was having fun with it. The other person, the one that wasn't so great, was essentially having this, oh, feeling almost, well, I want to dare say all the time that I talked to him when he was serving customers, even when he was not serving customers, even when he was done with work. So what was interesting is to see where these people went decades after I knew them, and you can probably figure out who went farther. So today we're going to talk about how to take pride in your work. Welcome to Diary of a Worthy Pursuit. How to get what you truly want in life and business. And I think that's so interesting that you spot it in a movie theater of all places, yeah, right? right? <laughs> I, I see this sometimes even in the airport. You know, you see people who really take pride in their job. They smile at everyone. They ask, right? how you doing? How's your day? And there's people who are just there for the money. They yeah. like their work and for the man. So checking the box, right? right? Have a job, have an apartment, right. bought a cat. And I mean, I've been there. We've all been to that point where you're just like, oh, just get me through this day. But gosh, it is so much more uplifting when you have a purpose right? in your work. And you feel like you're contributing. Absolutely. I always tell people that there are contributors and there are drainers, mm. and you want to be a contributor. And in this case, even if you're contributing with a job, the guy that was kind of gloomy, not kind of, he was really gloomy. <laughs> there might have been some chemical imbalance there, self-induced. Uh, at any rate, when he was gloomy to the customers, you could tell that reflect on the customers. Mm. So these people came, they spent way too much money to go to a movie because movies are expensive, whatever. Right. And they just spent $5 million on popcorn or whatever. And this guy's kind of being, I want to dare say, a jerk. Yeah. So not pleasant. And so they're going through, spending a lot of cash, having the good time, the hot date, whatever. And this guy's feeding this negative energy, which is going to bleed into them. Because right. they can absorb some of that energy, and then maybe the movie's not going to be that good or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they may have a terrible night. Maybe these people end up getting divorced because this guy wasn't very <laughs> nice at the concession stand. Well, but what I hear you saying is that sometimes we catch people's attitude or Absolutely. perspective. Right? I don't know if you've ever been at a, like, at a networking event or you're just having drinks with friends or maybe you're around parents at a sporting event. But you end up talking to someone who just doesn't have anything positive to say. Oh, yeah. They've just, their life is the worst. There isn't a positive thing that's ever happened to them. Oh, you're never going to believe. Uh, people that you talk to on the phone even who mm -hmm. are like, oh, how are you doing today? Well, you're never going to believe what's going on. And then word vomit all the bad things that are happening in their life. And it's just like, not only do you not want to be around them, but you just feel like this sense of, oh, right. when you're done heaviness. So I love this idea of taking pride in your work. And it's so much more than your work. Yeah, yeah, it goes well beyond that. Right. You remind me of somebody saying, um, when I said, hey, how's it going? They're like, it's going. <laughs> like, that what does that even like mean? That sounds like you should just give up right now. <laughs> yeah, right. What is wrong with you? So it's just bizarre how people have that, I don't know, personality, or they believe like all of the world is on their shoulders mm -hmm. and they can't do a thing about it. Yeah. That they don't understand 
either the quality or the opportunity that they have for where they are at this moment, which is rough because then it spreads, right? good or bad. So when we're specifically talking to folks who watch this show, likely business owners or folks who have more of an entrepreneurial mindset, mm -hmm. how can this really take a toll on your business? Oh my gosh. First, you'll procrastinate because yeah. you'll avoid doing the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when you do do the stuff, you won't do well at it. And then it'll snowball to cause either other problems or yeah. other people, employees won't want to be around you, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I have to say, I have to catch myself doing this sometimes too. Because sometimes, I don't know if it's a human tendency to be negative or if it's something where you have to consciously make an effort to be positive. Well, I think we all have our bad days, depending on what happens around us. And we can't, and toxic positivity is also not helpful. Sure. But that idea that, you know, you can really drag people down. I was part of a workplace once where um, we just had this toxic person. Okay. And the workplace was really great. I really enjoyed the work. But there was just this one person that whenever mm -hmm. you interacted with them, nothing you did was right. You know, mm. everything that um, that you put out there needed to be tweaked or this or that. And you felt like they were kind of, wasn't even a supervisor, but was kind of micromanaging and like, oh, I need this thing done this way or the client wants this done this way. And it's really hard to work in that environment because not only do you feel like you can't do anything right, mm -hmm. but you're like, I don't want to show up oh. to this, this work environment, even if the work for the most part is what I love because I can't stand, again, being around that person. And then that can spread like a cancer. Mm -hmm. So this is toxic negativity or toxic? I'm you sorry, toxic negativity. Okay, I thought Someone you said toxic who is extremely positivity. toxic, <laughs> micromanaging, nothing I did was right. right. And it's really hard then to want to show up it's and your, do your it's best work. It's really a curveball, yeah, toxic positivity. <laughs> I, I went don't know. right back, <laughs> right back to negativity. Is Richard Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? You know, it's interesting, I guess, now to think about that with toxic positivity, mm -hmm. assuming that's a real thing, or could be a real thing. There are people where it seems too artificial. Yeah. It just seemed like, You're, you don't mean that. Mm -hmm. When you say it's a great day, right, and you have yeah. arrows hanging out your back or something like that. Well, I think the, I tend to think I'm a pretty positive person. I like to have that about my life. But there are certainly folks who you can tell are putting on a front. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you just don't know them well enough to understand that that's just their personality. And so they come off is toxically positive until you understand like, no, they're just chipper and cheery all the time. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think when you're not a chipper, cheery person, you're like, oh. <laughs> so if I come coffee? off that way sometimes, yeah, well, get to know me a little better. Yeah, <laughs> I would say you're a positive person. <laughs> but I think that the, going back to how this impacts your work, mm -hmm. I would agree that if I don't, if I don't show up in the morning and be like, I get to do this work. I'm excited about this. Then it really does bleed into not only how I interact with well, the work I have to do, but mm -hmm. also my clients, my vendors, all of that. And then what am I seeding in them? Do they even want to work with me if I'm not excited to show up to work and really want to fulfill the reason that I'm here? Right. Yeah, very true. You want to work with people that you enjoy being around. Right. And it's easier to get a favor from someone Absolutely. if you enjoy being around them. So if you yeah. have to talk to your vendor and say, hey, vendor person, we need the shipment a little bit earlier mm -hmm. or I need a deal or something right. where you need a favor. If you're a negative person, they're going to say, you know what, nah. Right. But if you're a positive person, they're like, you know what, you make my day every day I talk to you. Mm -hmm. So therefore, let me bend a little bit for you. So how... If you are not necessarily one of those upbeat, perky people all the time, mm -hmm. 
How do you start a day in a way that you can take pride in your work? I was, there's a couple different ways that I do it, and I use external sources. Okay. So, for example, I have to do billing once a month. Mm -hmm. And billing to me, even though you're getting paid, that's good. Right. But it's paperwork. Mm. And I don't know many people that are like, yeah, paperwork. <laughs> no, never for me. So I have music, a specific, uh, it's actually a concert. It's a Jamiroquai concert. Oh, cool. That I listen to from YouTube. Yeah. Specifically for billing. Okay. And I know that that concert, I don't know, it's two and a half hours, something like that. So I know that I have two and a half hours to bang through that. Cool. And if I make it to the end of that concert, then it's a bad day. you got to start it over. But <laughs> anyways, I know that it helps me get in the zone. Yeah. Because you set it up consciously and then subconsciously. I've done it enough times now that I know when that concert is playing, it's focus, knock this billing out kind of thing. Yeah, so you're creating the right environment for mm -hmm. you to be in the right brain frame right. to do the work. Yeah, because if it was quiet... Then you're like, oh, and then you get sidetracked uh -huh. or a fire goes out or let me just check my email quick, which turns into three hours. Or the little ding over here. Oh, my gosh. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got to shut all that off, mm -hmm. turn the music on, and just focus. Yeah. And it's interesting. When you focus on one task, regardless of what that task is, I mean, whether it's cooking or even sometimes playing with your kids. Right. It's like I find myself having a hard time. Uh, I get son, right, and he'll ask to play ball, and I say yes every single time. But in the back of my head, initially, I'm like, ugh. If he was playing with one of his buddies, I could go knock out this work thing. Yeah. But then you think, well, what is the point of you working? Mm -hmm. Isn't that the getting time to play with your kid? Right. So you got to go play with your kid. Mm -hmm. So then you just got to leave the phone, play with the kid, have fun. So focus on whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And we've talked about that in, in other shows, but I think what's really interesting about that is sometimes taking pride means focusing on the thing that's right in front of you. Absolutely. You know, like you're, when you're in work, focus on work so you can get the work done to do the other things. Mm -hmm. When you're with your kid, focus on that. I have the same same issues. My, my kids just had a birthday party last weekend. Nice. And we got this, like, you have to push out all the pieces of cardboard and then you set it up and it becomes like a dino cave with a volcano and all the things. But, wow. you know, it takes some setup. No batteries required, <laughs> but you have to set it up. Okay. So I'm sitting down with the kids and we're putting this thing together but I saw it as a task, right? Okay, let's do this task. And then after it was done, cool, mom, let's go get the dinos and let's play in this. And it was hard for me to go from task mode of do oh, this thing sure. to just, whoo, now take a deep breath and play. But, you know, mm -hmm. then you transition and you realize this is this is what taking pride in parenting means. Right. Show up for 10 minutes. That's interesting how the goals are different, right? You wanted to accomplish this thing, yeah. which is putting it together. Right. And they wanted to play, but they knew they had to accomplish the goal, your goal first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just play. Oh, that's funny. But I get it. You find yourself in the zone and it's much more enjoyable because mm -hmm. then you can focus on it and you do a good job. Yeah. And there's a pride that's involved when you actually get it done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like getting it done when you're playing with your kids. I was like, okay, we can check that box, played with kid. It's not the same. Exactly. But with work, paperwork, mm -hmm. billing or, or some of the tax stuff that you have to fill out. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <They're>, well. <laughs> no, go ahead. I think the... You know, we're kind of bringing up some of the themes that we've talked about here, but it really comes back to that idea of, like, if you're going to do the work and you're going to commit to do the work, then do it with, to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. And if it's not something that you feel that you are uniquely designed to do, then maybe it's something that you outsource so you can do the work that you can take pride in. Right. Delegate, outsource, get somebody else to do right. it. Hopefully they take pride. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they want to do it if you're paying them to do it. So another thing that we talk about is having perspective on it. Mm -hmm. So, 
I find a lot of times people will say, my kid especially, he'll say, you made me feel this way. You made me mad. You made me sad. It's really you made me happy. He just is. But it's one of those, like, I didn't make you feel anything. You reacted to the facts, mm -hmm. and you consciously, unconsciously chose to feel that way, but I didn't make you. Yeah. Because if you give me that control, that means that you'll probably give other people that control. Yeah. Which means that your feelings are at the whim. You're like a little puppet. Mm -hmm. You want to be a little puppet? Right. <laughs> you can be your own puppet master kind of thing. So it's interesting how a little bit of change in perspective when you're doing a thing, mm -hmm. right? Raking leaves or I'm trying to think what I really hate. Dishes. <laughs> like Same. I hate dishes. Yeah. I have no... Um, my job in our family is to clean up the kitchen mm. after dinner. Mm -hmm. So I tell my kid, like, it's time to jam. So I get the little Bluetooth speaker out. We play some tunes. And I don't know what he does, but I clean up. Yeah. But again, that's good perspective. And you're putting your, you're putting your mind at the task at hand, but you're making it fun. Yeah. There's a, my sister, when she was starting to do more running on a regular basis, and now we both try to run distances, her more than I, but... She used to say that I can't watch Netflix unless I'm on the on the treadmill. Oh. Because she wanted to do the treadmill. She knew it was going to take her where she wanted to go, but it was that I only get to do this thing while I'm doing the thing that I'm trying to use to, to better myself. Right. But I love that idea of like a, I'm going to use a dance party and some fun music while I'm cleaning up the kitchen yeah. to take my mind off the fact that I maybe don't like to clean up the kitchen. Right. Yeah, if I had to do it without music or something like that or not – introducing different 80s music to my kid. Oh, yeah. Then it's like, eh, but I'm like, Max, you got to check out this song. Uh -huh. kind of oh, I love that. So All yeah. the YouTube. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think the, uh, we come back to this a lot, but the idea of I get to versus I have to. Oh, yeah, huge. Is huge. So there are moments where I'm like, oh, I have to take out the trash today because it's trash day. But then it's like, you know what? I actually have working legs that will allow me to walk out there, and right. I get that not everyone has that mm -hmm. ability. So I think that sometimes it is, let's just find the silver lining in this thing and take a little pride in the fact that it also means I'm a homeowner and mm -hmm. like what that allows us to do for our family because while there's a lot of things that go into being a homeowner, you also get to be a homeowner and have that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Think of all the, um, just the stuff, right? I was telling my kid that there's some people that at a time had to wait in line for bread. Yeah. Right? And they couldn't just go to the grocery store and just buy food and move on with their life. Mm -hmm. Like I can remember as a kid, we were dirt poor. And I remember waiting in line at, um, oh, my God, the armory, where we would get cheese and rice. Mm -hmm. And I went with my mom one time. And I remember, I don't know how long we were in line there. It seemed like days, but it was probably an hour and a half, something like that. Sure. And it was a really hot summer day. And I'm like, it seems like it would be easier just to go find a cow and make my own cheese <laughs> than to wait in line here. Yeah, but you bring up a good point in that perspective is really hard to teach to kids, and mm -hmm. you almost need that maturity and experience to understand that perspective is a privilege, that you mm -hmm. have the ability to choose your perspective. Right. And again, that's it. So whether you're working a full-time job or you have started a business, like it's a privilege to have the ability to even start a business. Oh, yeah, Or absolutely. it's, you know, depending on how you're looking at it, it's a, you know, you get to run a business that you enjoy rather than going to work for the man or whatever it right. is. So I think that idea of taking pride in it is really cool because it's like, well, 
I made the decision to do this thing, so now let me do it with everything I've got. Right, fair. Yeah, give it full out. Yeah. Yeah, can we say half? Probably can't hear. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I find some of my employees are not pushing as hard as I know that they can. Mm -hmm. And I constantly am telling them, do your best, and you have to understand that your best is actually better than what you believe it is. Yeah, it's, so it's that ownership mentality. Mm -hmm. It's that idea of even if you don't own the business, it's how do you train people to feel like um, it's entrepreneur versus intrapreneur. It's oh. that idea of how can you have that ability to lead and really push to the next level, even if you're working within a company, versus if you are the owner of the business. And I think that that is something, ownership is one of my biggest values. I believe okay. that you have to take ownership for what you're doing or what you're not doing, and at least realize that not taking action is a choice. Mm -hmm. so, oh, huge. So yeah. when people don't show up as the best version of themselves, I'm not pretending that you don't have a life outside of showing up at work. That's fine. We all have our off days. But if you show up like that on a regular basis, you know, what does that say about the way you show up in the rest of your life? Correct. Yeah, it spreads. It's not yeah. just in these things I'm going to do my best and in these things I'm going to go eh. Right. Whatever. Like, you don't get to choose that. Sooner or later, the eh is going to bleed over. I don't know who said it, and I wish I could remember names better than this, but it's like how you do the small things is how you do everything. Oh, you know? So, like, if you're cleaning the kitchen and you're like, I'm just going to wipe everything down and quick be done, like, mm -hmm. well, then what else are you doing, you know, halfway because you just quick want to get it over with? Interesting. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, the small things. Mm -hmm. The little, that's clever. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what else do we have here? The other thing, oh, this reminds me of, I know we've talked about Quick Trip before with the people there and the customer service training that they get versus right. a typical gas station. Yeah. And it's interesting to me how to watch just the volume of people that they have coming and going through there, which I'm convinced is at least in great part due to customer service yeah. being way better than the typical gas station. Way better. Mm -hmm. Because you almost look forward to going to getting your stuff instead of feeling like, oh, I got to go inside and this dingy, beat up gas station with the cranky people. Yeah. And wait for the people with their lottery tickets and all that kind of stuff. I was just in Quick Trip the other day. I went to pick up donuts for a networking event. And as I walked in, the woman who was cleaning the window opened the door for me and she said, Good morning. How are you today? And oh, you're nice. like, now, you know, she's probably making minimum wage or maybe a little bit more than that because it's a competitive market yeah, these right? days. But she didn't have to do that. No. And look how she touched my day and she took that pride in her work. And mm -hmm. now I'm probably more likely to go to Quick Trip again because she greeted me with that positivity and that pride. And it made you feel better too, yeah, right? Yeah, it did. You got welcomed. Mm -hmm. Instead Kindness of this can go miles. Weird stare like, oh, customers. I, I also love how they're always like, see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> There's that positivity and just that, like, mm -hmm. that assumptive close. We'll see you next time. That's Every taking once in pride. A while. Every once in a while, I'll run into someone there that does not do that. Yeah. There's a particular one that's pretty close to my shop that I go to pretty routinely. And I just realized two days ago, I was going to get bananas. Okay. And there's two people checking out, right? Mm -hmm. A weirdo depressed guy and then other person I've never seen before. And I actually moved in line so that I wouldn't have to deal with weirdo depressed yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, I'm like, it would have been faster to deal with weirdo depressed guy, but I don't even want to talk to him. Mm -hmm. He was that just, just this dark, evil, <laughs> maybe not evil. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. He wasn't 
having a good day. He never seems to be having a good day. Well, and I do believe that it's important to protect your energy because mm -hmm. other people do rub off on you. So if you have the choice between a positive experience and one that you can see would be negative, why wouldn't you choose the positive one? Right. But then if you're on the flip side of that, then how can you provide that for someone else and mm -hmm. put that out into the world? I think that that's extremely helpful. Yeah, you just, people are attracted to that. Yeah. And it's more fun. Well, let's talk about that for people being more attracted to it because if you're a business owner, you want to start a business, you can't go out and pull everyone into your business if you are Mr. or Mrs. Negativity. Right. Right? So people are attracted to do business with the people they know, like, and trust. And they're more likely to like and trust you if you're taking pride in your work and you're doing those extra little things and going the extra mile than they are like, yeah, got your taxes done. Oh, you, you know, you paid 50% of what I'm telling you got to pay this year? Sorry, did your taxes. I know what I'm doing. Right. That'd be an awful experience. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Probably no customer service. Right. No. One thing I like with people is that they, or I guess nice people, is that they'll give you information and detail to yeah. help you. And I find negative people, people that aren't so positive, will be very vague. Mm -hmm. Going back to the how's it going, it's going. Yeah. Instead of saying like, you know what, today's a good day. X, Y, and Z happened. Mm -hmm. Even though they may have tons of baggage, because everybody's got baggage of some kind. Right. Some negative stuff going on. But it's interesting how the more positive people, I think, will go into detail because they're concentrating on the negative things. Or, I'm sorry, concentrating on the positive things. Yeah, well, I think their perspective is focused on the customer or the person in front of them and less on themselves, right? Fair. So it's this, oh, there's something bigger than me, mm. right? I and I think when, you're, when you approach the world in an area, like in a service-oriented way rather than, well, what's coming to me? What do I deserve? That's mm -hmm. not fair. It is a very different outlook on life, and you're you're attracting more to yourself. It's this whole idea of the law of attraction and abundance. Mm -hmm. But going back to your point, one of my favorite examples, I attended this sales workshop as a part of a retreat, and this woman had trained for Lazy Boy for years. And I remember- Lazy Boy, the chair company? The, um, yeah, the, the furniture the company. Okay. Yeah, and one of the things that she said was, when you go into a furniture store, what do you think? You feel like people are gonna follow you around right. and they're not gonna be helpful because they just want your order. But she's like, the way that you do it differently, for example, for mattresses, Lazy Boy has a mattress section. So if people walk in and you don't talk to them, then you're like, yeah, you know, whatever, I'll sell you the mattress when you have made your choice and whatever. But the people who take pride in their work are the ones who are asking questions like, so what is it about your current mattress that you don't like? Mm -hmm. Trying to dive in like, do you sleep on your side or your back? What happens on the night so you get the best sleep? And they're really diving into what is it like for you? How can I help you solve this problem? And I think that's taking pride in their work because they're focused on the external. They're focused on mm. someone outside of themselves. And people feel that. They feel like, oh, you don't just want the sale. You want to help me. Right. And you get them, you solve a problem for them. Yeah. Versus getting the sale thing. So mm -hmm. I tell that to my crew all the time when they're, when we have a potential client give us a call. Yeah. So your job is to just find their pain and make sure that we can fix their pain. Mm -hmm. And if we can't, great. Yeah. But if we can't, there's plenty of other customers. Right. So move along. Well, and at the end of the day, I think as business owners, we're all problem solvers. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten into this in the first that's place. That's the game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally the game. Right. And it's enjoyable. I tell my crew constantly, problems are a sign of life. Yeah. So if ever there's a time in your life when you don't have any problems, like zero problems, something's off going to happen. Right. Or you're not aware. <laughs> exactly. Right? You're it's, not paying attention. Exactly. But I think what we're kind of circling around here is 
this last point that we wanted to bring up is that idea that you do inspire others mm -hmm. to have a better outcome, but you also just inspire others to have a better day when you take pride in what you're doing, when right. you show up as your best full self, serving other people and not being so centered on your own, all your, yeah. your own stuff. I feel like universally our job is to make the world a better place. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that may not be mm -hmm. intent on that. But if everyone that we help makes the world a better place, and universally, after we're gone, and the world continues on, it should mm -hmm. be better for every subsequent generation after that. Yeah. And I think of all the generations before us, even going back 200 years or something like that, right. think of what the day-to-day -day for those people were. Right. And then go, you know, like every 10 years, see what it was like, what it was like, what it was like. Mm -hmm. We got a pretty sweet life. Yeah. Pretty sweet yeah, life. Yeah, we don't have it too bad. No. The, no, it's surreal. It is really surreal. The idea of, I think, taking pride and changing your perspective, I think, really starts in the morning. Because mm. I think it's really hard to shift yourself. And we can certainly talk about this. But I think it's really hard to shift yourself after you've had a good couple hours of like negativity, woe is me. Mm -hmm. But if you can start your day in such a way that you're like, this is going to be a great day. I'm going to set up to serve more than me. I'm going to serve others. And then that in return is going to come back to me. I think that that's the way to really set a foundation for taking pride in your work every day. Yeah. I think that comes back to asking yourself a question about what is going to be great to today. Or about the day, how can I make today great? Yeah. Who am I going to help today? Oh, I love that. At the end of the day, what do I want to say happened? Mm -hmm. Kind of thing where you're asking yourself questions where the answers are going to lead you towards a positive outcome. Yeah, I just started doing this. Uh, it's, I've probably talked about it, but it's a six-phase meditation by this guy who started Mind Valley. And one of the things that he has you do is visualize your day. So oh. you start with like thinking about how you serve others and then you think about things that you're grateful for and your goals and then you visualize your day in your brain before it happens. Oh, and I think when you visualize your day in your brain before it happens then it's easier when you come to a fork in your road of your day of like something just happened, how am I going to respond? Mm -hmm. It's easier to take the high road and the positive road because you already know how you want it to go. Interesting. Yeah. I suppose that also helps determine if what you're expecting for the day, if you're visualizing it, if you realize, wait, that can't happen, or I'm expecting way too much of my day, or, yeah. oh, I never thought about this. That's giving mm -hmm. yourself a chance to... <laughs> Keep to, yourself realistic. To, well, yeah, I guess think about realistic, because everyone wants to be like, here's my to-do list. It's five million things. Yeah. But if you think about through your day, okay, that's going to take five minutes, that's going to take five hours kind of thing, you're like, okay, this is what's realistic, and this is what's going to happen. I can commit to that, mm -hmm. and I can enjoy it. Because mm -hmm. I know that the end outcome is what my big goal is. Right. You can take pride in your work because you're successful in doing it. Yeah, and I think when you feel accomplished, it is so much easier to take pride yeah. in your work than mm -hmm. when you just feel like a cog in a wheel or yeah. you know, a hamster running, doing 50 things but never getting anything <laughs> right. really done. Yeah. So I think that that's a good point, too, is just being intentional about, you know, we talk about this a lot too, but how you spend your time mm -hmm. really does determine how you feel at the end of the oh, day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, activity versus accomplishment. Right. I have yeah. a lot, <laughs> I don't want to say a lot, many employees that have been very busy. I even mm -hmm. had a conversation with an employee yesterday. Uh, we had four people on, three people were on phones, a fourth call came in, and this person didn't answer the phone. I looked at the, the report, whatever, and she wasn't on the phone for 15 minutes before or 10 minutes after. Okay. So I said, hey, and unfortunately it was a client. One of our oh, clients okay. called. 
So we didn't answer the phone for one of the most important people, right? It's people that help us pay our bills mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I said, hey, tell me why you didn't get that call. And she's like, well, I was busy doing something else. <laughs> like, we're a phone answering service. So when it rings, mm -hmm. guess what we get to do? We're not an I was too busy service, yeah. right? Because that's what other people have. That's why they hire us. Right. So it's interesting how she was like, I was so busy with this other thing. Yeah. And what's more interesting to me is she was she did not say I was busy doing this. She just mm. said I was busy. I was busy, <laughs> right? Yeah. She didn't say I was busy, whatever. I don't know, lifting a bus off a kid or something like that. <laughs> something where you're just like, oh, okay, well that makes right. sense. Totally justified. I mean, she probably couldn't tell you if she was superwoman anyway, so that would maybe, be breaking maybe, the rule. <laughs> yeah, but it was one of those things where you just say you're busy, like, like I'm supposed to say, oh, I totally get it. Like. No! <laughs> like there might have been some judgment if you would have questioned her priority, so she didn't share the priority. Whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever but it was. What is interesting, I think, in that is the idea that our we need to align how we spend our time with our priorities and our choices. And I think that sometimes we get so bogged down in it that it's really hard to align those things. So when you are intentional with how you spend your time, then it's easier to take pride in your work and spend your time on what's really important. Yeah, and accomplish what you, what you and want, And accomplish right? what we want as business owners, right? Amen to that. Well, this has been Diary of a Worthy Pursuit. How to get what you truly want in life and business.